This is the 5AM Miracle, episode number 447. Eat this, forget that. Boost your health by focusing on the changemakers. Good morning and welcome to the 5AM Miracle. I am Jeff Sanders and this is the podcast dedicated to dominating your day before breakfast. My goal is to help you bounce out of bed with enthusiasm create powerful, lifelong habits, and tackle your grandest goals with extraordinary energy. On the episode this week, I'll break down why going on a diet is a terrible idea for just about everyone, just about all the time. How you are already doing the healthy habits you need to boost yourself to the next level, and how you can get dramatically better results with a few small tweaks. Let's get to it. So you may be hearing something a little different this week. Not from the content, but more so from the audio quality. Here's what I mean. For the last nine years of this podcast, I have recorded every single episode in my home studio. The first few years in my apartment and then later on in my house, but all of them were recorded in my very well acoustically treated home studio. Until this episode. Number 447 is the very first one to be recorded outside the studio, and this particular episode is being recorded in my parents' basement. That's right. I am on vacation visiting my parents this week in the summer. My daughter is playing in the pool. My other daughter is off with my wife. People are just having a good time in the summer. But I, I'm working, (laughs) in part because I have some things to do, but also in part because I really wanted to see what it would be like to change up my schedule, my routine, and specifically the technology I use to record this podcast and where I do it. Now, you may not care about my actual production flow, but there's something very interesting about changing what you do, how you do it, when you do it, where you do it, and to see what kinds of new insights you can then get because you change your perspective. And one thing I found immediately while recording in a new space was that I was challenged with new challenges. The very first issue that I noticed is that I'm recording in my parents' spare bedroom of their house, which is not a vocal booth. And so immediately I'm trying to figure out, well, how do I reduce the echo? How do I improve the audio quality? How do I make sure I can sit in a comfortable position and record this in a way that's not just super awkward, right? All these podcasting audio recording challenges, which forces me to up my game. It forces me to think differently and to find new physical ways of recording, new software tools to enhance the audio afterwards. All of these things that say, okay, here's this thing I usually do, but it's not the same. How can I make it better? How can I improve for next time? This is personal growth in action. Being challenged to do something in a new way makes you better, makes you sharper, makes you faster, makes you more intelligent, more well-equipped, more skilled. Challenges are good. You know, generally speaking, we avoid challenges because they sound hard, right? Going on a diet, the topic of the episode this week, is difficult. People don't like them. Now, yes, diets fail. We'll get to that. But more importantly, we need the ability to see our own lives from new lenses or through new lenses, let's say. And when we do that, we get to improve. We get the opportunity to be challenged. And yes, being challenged is an opportunity. 
like I mentioned last week in the bonus episode with Tessa, uh, that famous quotation that I love to say from Albert Einstein, in the middle of difficulty lies opportunity. You have opportunities everywhere. You have challenges everywhere. The only question is, are you listening? Are you looking for them? Are you excited to find them? <laughs> because that's the biggest challenge. If you're excited to see a challenge, if when one pops up, you didn't see coming, your response is to run. Well, that's different than your response would be to engage and to ask the question, how can this be better? What can I learn from this? There is so much power in that perspective. So ask yourself that question right now. Are there opportunities for you in the middle of the challenges that you're facing? It's a powerful question. And the more often you ask it, the more often you get better answers. Now let's shift gears to the topic of the day, which is, in a sense, dieting. But it's actually way more than that. You know, going on a diet is hard for one simple reason. And that's one little secret you're not telling yourself. You don't like diets. Nobody does. Letting go of foods you enjoy to eat healthier foods just often sounds like torture, and it doesn't last. So the question becomes, well, what does? In the episode this week, I'll discuss how focusing on the change you want is the most powerful force to overcome temptation, distraction, and bad habits. Now, you can boost your health in dramatic ways by focusing on a few things that I call the change makers which really are the healthy habits you already love doing that will make the biggest difference in your life right now and, of course, going forward in the future. Now, I've got five key areas that I'm going to discuss this week to help you overcome this challenge of dieting, the challenge of healthy habits, the challenge of wanting to feel and look amazing every day, but somehow that either has eluded you or is eluding you now, or is going to elude you in the future, and you're trying to figure out, how do I stop this train of chaos and just get myself healthy? Because that's what you want. You want to look healthy, feel healthy, be healthy. We love that. I love that. And the reason is very clear. And I've said this before, I've said this a thousand times in this podcast. When you are healthy, everything is possible. And when you are unhealthy, nothing is. You know, there's a lot of ways to view your life. You can look at it through how much money you have, your friends, your relationships, your business success, where you live, all of these different components of what entails your life. But there is one factor that supersedes all of them, one factor that dominates your life that when it's going well, everything is easier. And when it really, really doesn't work the way you want it to, everything is harder. And that one thing is your health. And so we really want to focus on making sure that you are your best each and every day. So in the episode this week, I want you to think about what it's going to mean for you to change your life. What would it take for you to care enough, and this is critical, to truly care enough to make the change that matters? You know, I've been through a lot of seasons in my life, both up and down in regards to my health. Some seasons I'm doing fantastically and others it feels like I just can't catch a break. And honestly, the real difference maker is not what's happening to me. It's just a question of do I care or not? Am I putting in the effort to change my health or am I just letting things happen? Okay, the first area to tackle this week is going to be dieting. Diets fail. You know, temporary change is definitely not the goal when it comes to long-term health. If you rely on discipline or willpower, 
you will find out very quickly that those things are just not effective long term. It's great to have discipline. It's great to exude willpower when you need it. But these are fleeting elements. They don't last 24-7. What we need are better systems. You know, if you eat foods you do not love, it's going to backfire. If you want to change for someone other than yourself, you will find yourself in a losing game. So our goal here is not to think about any of this through the lens of a temporary diet. That's not the answer. That's not going to work. Our focus is lifestyle and identity change, two things that can last forever. So once again, this first area of focus, diets fail, temporary is bad, long-term change is good. All right, area number two, you are already doing what works. I want you right now to give yourself credit for the positive change you've already made and the positive habits you already have. And the best way to do this is to write it down. (laughs) This is going to sound really strange, but if you don't write down the things you do well, you're not going to actually give yourself the credit you deserve. There's a reason why every week in my review, I don't just write down wins for the week. Yes, that's part of it. But really what I'm doing is writing down, hey, Jeff, here's where you did a great job last week. That's important. We need to tell ourselves when we do things well and give ourselves credit. And the reason is because we can piggyback off that success to get more of it. But if you don't give yourself credit for the positive things you're already doing, guess what happens? Negativity wins. You will think about all your failures. You will think about your mistakes. You'll think about your waistline, how you look in the mirror and how it does not suit the vision you have for yourself. Our brains just lean negative. We can't let that be the norm. And in order to offset that, to make sure we pull ourselves out of that rut, we need positive change as much as possible, which comes from positive thought and writing down those positive thoughts, recording them permanently somewhere you can see it, remind yourself of it, and then rewrite it down each and every week or each and every day if that's what it takes. So when you write down what's working well, focus on these areas. The healthy food you are already eating, the fitness you already do, the self-care you already engage in, the great sleep you already get, the low stress you already experience, the discipline you already exert, the good habits you already mastered, and the smart choices you already make on a regular basis. You want to acknowledge every single area where you're excelling. It's important. This stuff matters and it really does make a difference. I'm not going to say this because it sounds good on paper. I'm saying this because it literally sounds good on paper. This is the kind of thing you want to put on paper because when you see it and read it and repeat it back to yourself, it will change the way you view what you're doing. Which just brings me to the point of what this area is all about, which is to amp up what's working, to do more of it, to eat more of the healthy food, do more of the great workouts, get more of the great sleep, do more of the activities that lower your stress and more of the healthy habits on the backbones of the ones you've already mastered. This is where change takes place, is you first acknowledge your success and then you amp up that success and you let it grow and grow and grow. And then all of a sudden, your daily focus, your mindset shift goes from all that pessimism and negativity to positive, proactive 
action, the kind of action that leads to the success and results you're already trying to get. So this process that we're going through right now, so far, all I've gone through is acknowledging where you're excelling with the intention of doing more of that, which means you're not doing anything new. This is the key part. Nothing has changed so far. You're the same person doing the same positive things. You're just going to do more of those positive things. More of the great systems that already exist in your life are just going to take up more space, which means by default, there is less time and energy for the things that don't work as well. Those things will fade and the things that work well will amp up, they will grow, they will excel. That's it. It really is that simple. What if in 2024, you got a little bit better every day? When you're learning a new language with my sponsor, Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in a full year. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Finally achieve your new language goal in 2024 with Babbel the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's convenient courses have helped me to learn real-life conversation skills in German, including ordering food and asking for directions without having to rely on language apps while traveling. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Now, here's a special limited-time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash 5am. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash 5am, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash 5am. Rules and restrictions may apply. Fast forward to the end of 2024 and think about your goals. What can you do right now to give yourself the best chance of succeeding? If you want to learn a new language, you absolutely should check out my sponsor, Babbel. Finally achieve your new language goal in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, and studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel's convenient courses have helped me to learn real-life conversation skills in German, including ordering food and asking for directions, without having to rely on language apps while traveling. Now, here's a special limited-time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash 5am. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash 5am, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash 5am. Rules and restrictions may apply. Now for the third area, let's focus on the eat this, forget that philosophy. You know, one area of this podcast that I have been talking a lot more about in the last few months has been this concept of you become what you think about. And when it comes to food, there's a lot to think about, both the good and the bad. And so it all begins with understanding what things are good for you and what things are not. 
Now, I'm not going to prescribe any particular diet. I'm going to leave it up to you to decide subjectively, holistically, health-wise, what is the best way for you to approach your diet. However, we're all going to have the same basic foundation, which is understanding what's on our no list and what's on our yes list, what things we're going to say yes to all the time and what things we're going to reject as often as possible. This is a fairly common way to approach food, a fairly common way to approach life. There are things we know are good for us and things we know are not as good. And the only question is, can we swing the pendulum more towards what works as often as possible? And from that perspective of eat this, forget that, one thing you'll find very interesting is if you've seen dietary change in yourself in the past, you know that if you eat a very specific diet for, let's say, two, three, or four weeks in a row, your body begins to crave those foods. For better or for worse, your body will get addicted to that change. Your body likes routine. It likes the rhythm of doing the same thing over and over. And you'll carve out pathways in your brain that say, well, you've had this certain kind of food for a while now, so we expect more of that. So the best thing for you to do is to give yourself the best foods you can more often to get your body used to it. And then when you do that, and the foods that aren't as good for you are not there at all or not there as often, you will begin to see that you don't crave them as often. Your actual cravings for those foods will decrease, and then you're winning. That's when you know your system is working. So on your no list, don't think about where you're failing. Don't think about the bad foods or bad habits. Don't think about your failures or mistakes or if you feel overweight or if you have high stress or poor sleep, or you don't have much time to focus on your health. You can't let those things be the focus of your mind. The no list here is saying, no, don't think about these things. Don't think about your failures, mistakes, and challenges. Instead, go to your yes list. Think about where you excel, where you make the great choices, where you succeed, where your progress is really growing, where you've built intelligent systems, where you've gotten great sleep, where you can carve out time for more time to do more of the things that work, where you can think about how you can improve just a bit more each day. And finally, to think more about how you can take your current success to the next level. The kinds of people who succeed They're the kinds of people who think about succeeding. They think about what's doing well. They think about what they want and how to get it. So if your goal is weight loss, if your goal is to build muscle, if your goal is to feel healthy or overcome a disease, if all you ever think about is what's difficult about those things, well, then that's all you're going to get. But if you think about, well, here's what I can do. Here's action I can take. Here are foods I can eat, workouts I can do, great sleep I can get. When that becomes the focus, well, success is inevitable. It's going to happen because you're doing the things that lead to that success. It really is that easy. I promise you, it is that straightforward. Now, it's not that easy in practice. Of course, it's easier on paper and easier for me to talk about it. But the actual practical application of this really is that simple. Change your thoughts, you change your life. You change your actions, you change your results. Now let's get to the fourth area, which are the change makers. A change maker is anything that gets dramatic results. 
So if you can make a few simple choices that produce huge and positive outcomes, that's a change maker. In my own life, I know that's a morning trail run. I could also replace my lunch with a big green smoothie. I could let go of alcohol completely. I could work out each and every day. I could also just simply wake up early on purpose. These are simple examples of things that are honestly not that simple, but they are extremely effective. A change maker is something that if you just did one thing, one choice tomorrow, it could change the entire direction of your life. That's a big deal, right? My goal in this podcast is not to overwhelm you or confuse you with tons of possible options. Instead, it's exactly the opposite. What I really want is for a change maker to change you, which means a few simple decisions, a few simple activities, a few simple habits, whatever it is in your life, and those few simple things produce dramatic results. And then you can really ignore the rest. You don't need two dozen habits to wake up to. You really just need one. And when you find your one and you do that one thing and you get enormous results, Yes, down the road, you can add more if you want to, but for most of us, most of the time, one simple change is all we need. I know in my life, I'm going through a difficult season that an early morning trail run can change so many things about my attitude, my energy, my results, my health. It just, it changes my life. It's hard for me to express exactly how amazing it is. So I know for me personally that that's a change maker that probably supersedes most others. And when I do that thing, that morning trail run, well, then I get all the results, the cascade of results that appear because I did the thing that matters most. So in your life, there are those things. They exist and you can do them. And when you do and you get those results, then down the road, a few weeks from now, a few months from now, you can add in a few more habits if you want to. But a change maker is the focus. Big change matters because our goal is not to be overwhelmed. Our goal is to get better results. That's all. And speaking of getting better results, there is a great book that I began to read recently called How Not to Die. That's right, How Not to Die by Dr. Michael Greger, which has a plant-based perspective when it comes to food. And yes, I've been a vegan for 12 years. But the plant-based perspective that he provides is one of asking that question, well, what if you could just make a few simple choices to overcome heart disease or high blood pressure or to fight cancer or to do any big challenging thing with your health, but you can make dramatic results with a few simple dietary tweaks? Well, Dr. Michael Greger runs through a gauntlet of possibilities for what that could be for all kinds of disease. And if you're experiencing any of those major issues... You can learn a lot by simply changing your diet and your lifestyle. And no, it doesn't mean, once again, radical change. It just means the change that matters. And when the change that matters is implemented in a systematic way and your body adjusts to it over the next two, three, four weeks, well, it becomes the new you. It becomes the new you that gets the better results you're trying to get anyway. That's the whole system. That's all this is. And so, yes, you can use books like How Not to Die. You can use morning trail runs. You can use a list of all the things you're doing well. All of these things are strategies and possibilities to change the way you're thinking, once again, from the negative to the positive, from the victim mentality to the abundance and possibility mentality. That's where it's all going. Which then brings me to the final section for this week, which is to ask you now, 
What are your change makers? Where have you excelled? What do you already know and do that works well? What's your morning trail run? Or said another way, what are you avoiding right now or thinking of right now that you've done in the past that you know works well, but you haven't done it in a while? You got busy, life got chaotic, it got stressful. Believe me, I know that is. But we have the chance to get back to the things that work. So can you do that now? Can you focus on the few things that when focused on, get the results you want? So to wrap up, forget the nonsense. You know, it does not help to think about where you're failing. It just doesn't. It's not helpful. Let's change the script. Let's change the thought process. Let's be proactive and get the success. Let's do the things that work, amp them up, do them even more. Repeat that process day in and day out. And for the action step this week, choose your change makers. Now you are already doing what works. You just need to do more of it. It's true. Even if you're struggling with your health in a lot of ways, all of us have positive habits. All of us have made great choices. Identify them, write them down, and do more of them. That's it. JeffSanders.com slash 447 is the place to go for the episode notes. Also, subscribe to this podcast in the app you're using right now. That's all I've got for you here on the 5 a.m. Miracle Podcast this week. Until next time, you have the power to change your life, and the fun begins bright and early. Hey, it's Jeff Sanders, and I'm here to tell you about Greg McEwen and his amazing show, The Greg McEwen Podcast, part of the Yap Media Network. Want to achieve more by doing less? All while avoiding burnout? You can design a life that really matters with Greg McEwen, author of New York Times bestsellers, Effortless and Essentialism. His mission is to help you advocate and negotiate your way to remarkable results. Every Tuesday, Greg discusses one key topic he finds interesting and valuable through the lens of the essentialist. Every Thursday, he invites thought leaders, entrepreneurs, celebrities, and people like you for inspired weekly conversations focused on learning how to do what matters first and do less but better. His content will stir your thoughts and spark inspiration and action. And his British accents, well, that's just the cherry on top. Subscribe to the Greg McEwen podcast today on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform.